Speaking of Hyperfest, tell me how much I should miss Hyperfest. I or know, here's what I'll say about this year, and I I talked to uh, Mike Jensen about it the other night, um, last night maybe I was sat out on his porch and talked to him for a while. Um, Part of what made Hyperfest Hyperfest, for me at least, and I know that I kind of got onto the bandwagon here at, at like the tail end of the long run that you guys as a as a core group have had going to Hyperfest as like a 10 to 15 person like crew camping experience. Um, I was, I loved it. I had a lot of fun still. Um, I still want to keep going every year, but that, and it's no one person's fault for like everybody had legitimate separate reasons that did not make it this year. Um, but it, it misses, it lacks something when, yeah. when that core, like m- large group is not there. And that just is what it is. Like, it's not to put blame or fault or anything on any one person. Like I just legitimately missed my friends. That's the charm. Part of, yeah, part of not even part of like most of what is good about that event is just being there with like 10, 12, 15 of your pals. It's like the only reason I go, which is my whole thing where it's like, why not just pick a normal track weekend and do it then and save a ton of money and then I, I can take everybody on I do I do think like the shared I, I will say like there are still things about Hyperfest that are fun like the power the wheels oh yeah like when we know friends like when Clayton is there and doing power wheels like that's hilariously fun to, to be a spectator the burnout contest is hilariously yeah. fun to yeah. just like go as a crew of friends and laugh about and, and talk about and but, we have other friends or acquaintances or whatever that show up to because there are so many classes of racing yeah at hyperfest you know uh, i i know a couple of people that that run in other you know in spec miata in in specky 36 and you know in that sort of thing yeah that it's just fun to be or to be able to get to visit with those people and walk around the pits and stuff like that which is not always present at every other. That's fair, you know. right? And I, I with, even with the, with the sorry, uh, oh, go on. With with the exception of, um, well, maybe maybe it's a little different still, but um, going to runoffs. You're familiar. I am familiar with it existing. I have never been, and this is something we've been talking about. Actually, is, is specifically going. It's this so year fun. It's together. bananas. It's so fun. Well, and and part of what I'm really excited about now is that my dad. Uh, so backing up real quick, my dad came out on Saturday uh, to Summit Point with me in October, October 31st. He came out, spent the day at the track with me, which is the first time my dad and I have like spent track activity time together which was really cool um he has more recently he's got a couple of friends who like one of them his i don't know the whole situation like they're involved in car racing on that type of level like spec classes vintage car racing that kind of stuff they build engines they so he's he's gone down the rabbit hole of watching like scca uh like championship videos of Z cars from the seventies and eighties and sending them to me on YouTube and like this being a a point of conversation between us now. And so I texted him and was like, 
dad, do you want to go to SCCA runoffs with me at VIR this year? Just like hang out for the day. And he was like, absolutely. Tell me when it's going on. So I'm really excited now to make that like an activity that I could go do like with with family, not only, you know, just with friends. But once but once it gets along. closer, we'll pick a day. I think I think the best way to do it is going to be to to take off a random day during that week. Yeah, like a and Wednesday or Thursday. Like a, I think or... that's what we did last time was like a Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, we just like randomly took off on a Thursday and went down there. It was great. Yeah, just it was a day fantastic. Trip. It was phenomenal. Yeah. And I think cuz I mean your 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 thing is going on the weekend. The, like the 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 Saturday Sunday that is the end of runoffs is your get together for your wedding. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In quotes. <laughs> <clears throat> I forgot it was that week. Yes, that might make it tricky for me. Yeah, uh, but it'll be a heck of just a lot of fun. A random day, yeah. just a random yeah. day. Especially if it was like Tuesday or something like yeah, that. We could do it earlier in the week. It's a whole week. Who cares? Yeah. To see what classes are running when, I it, guess it is, doesn't even matter. No, but <laughs> it might matter to my dad. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that's all. But I'm not going to make the whole group plan do, based around that. The last time they did it at VIR, they did uh, live streams of it too, so you could watch it on, I believe it was SCCA's website, and it was really good. Some of those yeah. races were fantastic. We at one point, I think we had it up on your laptop, and we were watching it from South Paddock. Yeah. And like, because nice. you, 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 they, they will, you get to see turns one through twelve, you know, yeah, but, you know, and and and, or I guess one through, one through really nine, yeah, nine, like one but, through eight, yeah, or something, and then from there you can see them come up the S's, go through like ten, eleven, twelve, and down the back straight. Right. And then you could look at the laptop again, watch <laughs> them go through roller coaster, exactly, and exactly, back down exactly. the front straight. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. How how was the weather at Hyperfest? It rained its butt off for the first half of Saturday. I wasn't there Friday, um, but it rained its butt off the first well, half of Saturday. Well, yeah, like not pouring rain, but just like active, steady rain. Active, steady rain. Um, after it wasn't that, like it the was monsoon from years past. After that, Saturday was gorgeous. Yes. The rest of the day, absolutely gorgeous. Sunday was a little hot, but still not, not nearly as bad as some of the normal May hyperfest we've had. But um, yeah, I would just say like. Again, back to kind of what was different about it this year is that it 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 felt like a fun, quick getaway to the track. It didn't feel like hyperfest to me. I I thought that we, that would was maybe the case. We never lit a fire and sat around with all the yeah. friends. We never cooked sausages for ten people. We never, you know, it's just like those were the things that to me and I know like. I'm not the I'm not the OG as far as going to Hyperfest with people, but I went in what eighteen, nineteen, and then twenty was a wash because COVID, and then twenty one was late was in the year. Hyptoberfest, which was which was very fun, and I do understand that <laughs> um, being back like what seven months later, and trying to like feel like it's time to do Hyperfest again, That's just. That's really what that I was. was that's what I was gonna say. Is like it. It was just too soon. Like yeah. it just. Yeah. I I wasn't ready to go to a hyperfest again. Yeah. When they I announced that tickets go, were going on sale in like January, it was like, what? Yeah. yeah. I and it and at the last minute, I had a ticket. I I had a ticket available to me if I wanted it. It was offered to me. Um. So I could have gone, but like there was just. I mean, there was no way. Yeah. There was just no way. Uh, Understood. 
but it was it was still fun. It, it was, was still fun. It was really cool uh, that it was Nick Wagner's first Hyperfest. I felt a little which is bad. Crazy. I felt a little N- bad. That's not right. He's yeah. been to hundred drifters with us before. Uh, that's what the that's what it was. He's been to hundred drifters at Summit Point with us before. He finally was like, "I'm doing it. I'm going to Hyperfest." And I there st- were four of us at camp. Yeah. There were well, okay. Doug well, was there for yeah. part of it. There were five, but there were in general, it was me, Jordan, Tom Atkins, and Nick Wagner. Yep, well, Doug, was, Doug was there all day Saturday. That's a yeah. solid group, crew mm. guys. I'm not gonna lie. It is but, no, it's it's good quality people. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, it was just that oddball like, no, just go down the list like Richard, Mike, Brian, Sutton, Landon. Uh, Pierce. Kate and Adam Pierce, like Sarah, it's Sarah, yeah. like yeah, just like it, I, I sat Left down at some point list. and counted. Right. You're sitting right <laughs> here. We literally just talked about how you didn't go, Corey. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I am busting balls. There was so no. Glad, you. I'm so glad Corey wasn't there. Gosh, yeah, so I will say that guy's a jerk. I am glad <laughs> that the guy who always lets me use his cooler. Brings the guy that brings extra the cheese log. <laughs> brings a cheese log. He's he's literally the most valuable player at Hyperfest, I think, when he comes. I am an overpacker in almost everything that I do. It's wonderful. When you're camping with like 15 friends, you're the best person. I, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And and Hyperfest is my rationalization for, <laughs> for overpacking. You know, Jordan said the same thing as he was packing up the two runner at the end of the weekend he was like i always feel like i pack way too much stuff yeah it's like yeah but we, we used your we little tables it. and your cooler and yeah. you're like we use almost every bit of what i bring jordan's freaking and it's like trash bag that hangs on the post of the pop-up yeah. canopy i gotta, I like, gotta talk dope. about this piece of equipment real quick it's so simple okay it's like i want to say it's like 10 or 15 dollars at walmart it's an ozark trail thing it's literally a set of two cup holders and a trash bag holder that is designed to clip to the to rectangular tube of an Easy Up awning. Brilliant. It Amazing. Is Brilliant. Incredible. So good. He wound up putting the trash bag one on the end of a table. Like well, you can you can attach it to other stuff, but I, I moved it because initially it was just catching a bunch of rain. So Oh, fair. It did rain. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I brought to this event for the first time that was also an indispensable piece of equipment is my new electric scooter. That is, hey. I swear, if you go to, if you go to the track more than once a year, you need Get one. You need an Do electric it. scooter. It was. I mean, we told the stories of my impulse purchase, but I think it's been like a, a perfect indicator to so many people yeah. of yeah. how it good is the these best. electric scooters it, it was are. Awesome. I yeah. per- I only used half a battery. I know the whole weekend. I I definitely had to charge mine more. Like it the the thing I found is the battery at least in that one has not lasted nearly mm. as effectively. Like first Hyperfest the time that I bought it, I rode it back and forth like four times and then it was Mm. down like half and then i charged it this time i would ride it all the way down to north and all the way back up and then it was down to like two or one bars and i would charge it again so the battery hasn't held up quite as well as far as the range but still like it's hard to beat 
that way of getting around, especially at a For track sure. like VIR, where there are two paddocks that are like two miles apart. Yeah. It like, takes literally 45 minutes to walk. From that's one what to the Nick other. said. He was camping by Hog Pen, and he said it took him 45 minutes to walk to South Paddock. I, I walked it once with Doug. It took no, forever. Thank you. I read, I was reading the, uh, the Facebook Messenger uh, feed uh, as, as yeah. messages were coming through, and I saw, I, I was witness to, to bits of his journey. <laughs> Nick being like, I think I took a wrong turn. <laughs> Jordan's like, yep. there's literally one road, yeah. guy. <laughs> Just follow it. Just it goes on going. for a long time, but you'll, you'll get there. I, I was like, if you're just walking through the woods kind of up a hill, like you're going the right way, just stick with it. I was making all kinds of faces while those messages were coming in. Because <laughs> you remember being the guy on a kick scooter uh-huh. trying to do half of that. Yeah. Which yeah, that is was... still better than walking. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The, oh, big for wheel, sure. the big wheel kick scooters are pretty are a pretty good stopgap. Yeah. 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 Tom Atkins got one of those this year. A big wheeled one. And yeah on uh on mixed terrain they still do pretty well but nothing beats you know what probably did my battery in Corey was to- towing you <laughs> that, come to think of it <laughs> towing you from from paddock to paddock i wasn't gonna say anything <laughs> i do i do really want to one year bring a riding mower and like <laughs> Tow, Do you want mine? Tow a flock of people on, on big wheel scooters from paddock to paddock. <laughs> Just a train. It's a whole train of people. I, I don't know I why. Will t- I will I'm take picturing your all power. of us going in slow motion in like Macklemore's downtown music video. <laughs> downtown. <laughs> So like my mower runs and drives great. It just cuts like absolute garbage. So I'll take it. Downtown. Downtown. Um, Tell me that guy doesn't look like Freddie Mercury. Or throw off serious... Who, Macklemore? Mm. No, 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 no. The dude that sings the downtown part. Oh, I don't know. Music oh. video? Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, boy. We have the technology. Does he look... Maybe not, like, super looks like him, but, like, just the vibes. I don't know. Come on. All right, see, that's us. That's us right there. Except on big wheel scooters instead <laughs> of mopeds. Wait for it. This one? Yeah. Put your mic up to the uh, speaker. This guy. Oh. You know what? I know who you're talking about, and he it's the mustache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I kind of got it. Anyways, we're gonna get DCMA'd, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll edit very carefully so there's like thirteen point five <laughs> seconds of the song in in the podcast. Another notable thing that happened at Hyperfest uh, was Nick got to ride right. He borrowed my helmet yes. and Han's device. He borrowed your pants, I think. Yes. Uh, I brought some just like Adidas athletic pants with the stretchy waist. I was just like, pull these on over your shorts. My guy, you got pants. Yep. Yep. And uh, he hopped in the right seat with Paul Inskeep and his K-Swap old Volkswagen that's like full aero race car, banana grams, like insane O car. Yes. And uh, made it about eight laps around before the control arm decided to no longer be attached to the car. Yeah, lower control arm snapped going into turn three, and they went off. What? Did not get near the wall. He was just 
Paul was like... They were able to limp it around to the back, back to the pit somehow. Just the lower... So I guess it's it's, it's like a, a it's a McPherson strut assembly. It's like so one of the mounting points for the lower control arm just ripped off. Of the and chassis. I think it might have two, like a trailing arm oh, and a maybe. control arm, and so one broke. So the wheel moved back in the wheel well, but was not like totally unattached. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they went off. Wow. Uh, Paul was definitely like glad it happened at 70 and not 120. Yeah. Because there are some other places yeah. on track that would have been quite a bit quick. worse. But he said it sounded like a gunshot when it broke. Like it was just pow. And the car just straight lined off the track. Wow. Uh, and then they, they limped it back. Around. Like it was funny because um, I was watching that we were uh, up on the hill by Hogpen watching them come down the roller coaster around the corner and I'd finally just taken out my watch and I was going to just stopwatch time them roughly just to see like where about their sure. lap times were and they didn't come back and around. they didn't come back around and I was like huh that's weird but then I saw there were black flag the, the black was flag over. was out and it was the end of the session so I was like oh okay I guess they're just there's no point in me timing so I'll head back over to the pits I headed back over to their pit stall and waited like 10 minutes and they were everybody else was pulling back in and they were still not back yet. And then Paul kind of <laughs> like just limps it back down into under his canopy. And he's yeah. just like, yep, control arm broke. We went off. That's that's where wow. we were. Wow. Um, but that was that was Nick's first time on track at VIR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, the next day he ordered a welded together roll bar kit for the FC. <laughs> What a champion! We, I am pumping my fist. We ruined fist. his Nick, life. Nick, you're my hero. Because we have we we done done it again. We ruined. This his is life. just what happens. Eric did it to you. Yep. You and Eric collectively Peer have pressure, done it to yeah. me, <laughs> and now you and me have collectively done it to Nick. Where it's yep. just like once you get a taste of this, like if you've got a car halfway capable of doing this, it's hard to say no. It's it's hard to not want to get out there in your own car and do it. Corey disagrees. I, it was real easy for me to be like, I'm good. <laughs> I don't I'm know good. how, man. I'm good. I don't, I don't know. It's so much better than on the street. Like, I, I, I forget driving fast on the street. Like, that's, that's scary to me. Yeah. Track is much easier than the street because you're not going to hit oncoming traffic <laughs> or get arrested. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I need to go again. I just, I don't know. Maybe. Who'd you ride with? Eric? Eric. What was it? What is his 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 friend's name that had the spec the caged spec Miata? Uh, Scott? Scott. Scott Crastech. Uh, no, not, not Scott Crastech. Oh. Uh, uh, Kyle? Kyle. Kyle. That's it. That's yes. the one. That guy. That was I, fun. <laughs> I also I also rode with Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. I felt safer in the caged car by a lot. <laughs> um, Eric has a caged car now. He does now, yes. But it doesn't have a passenger seat that's fine what car does that feel safer in we well we were almost in a big pile up in kyle's car like like seven cars like Oof. it was it was almost real bad everybody got out clean you know but thankfully um, the only times i've been off track the only time i've been off track was myself driving uh i've never like had the fortune of being shotgun with anybody like having either a mechanical failure or just yeah. like sliding out and going off track that could be um, pretty freaky yeah I, I would imagine i've i've never like i've ridden on track with people 
a lot of times now and in some seriously fast cars. And every time I have felt super confident about both their driving ability and that the car like had grip everywhere on track, like and nothing ever happened where I was like, oh boy, this is it. Here we go. Was VIR your first track? Yes. Okay. Mine too. Yeah. The the thing that, that I, I guess what really terrified me is roller coaster. Really? And, Not turn ten? Uh turn ten I is the blind it, one at the top of the S's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait. South no. Bend. Yeah. Um top of the S's. I think no, the uphill no, no, no. S's are the scary part in really fast cars. I've never been in a really fast car on the S's. I have been yeah. in really fast cars around VI. I could imagine that would be scary. Out, so. out of the back straight going over the crest and yep. like just blind there's nothingness yeah that, yeah and maybe it was because it was on the driver's side of the car like the the or that that turn is a right-hander so being it's almost like a mini corkscrew right there it's very yeah, steep it's it's so steep and i think it's also because the way you take that turn is that the left off of the straight you're still breaking through yeah which and you can so, do because it's uphill yeah, so you start braking at like the two in most cars, and then you're still braking into the left, and then you stab it real hard and then pitch it into this right, to which is kind of blind, like over and around and down the hill. Yeah, and that's so we came over that blind hill, and there was just a big streak of dirt across Ooh. the across the track, and I was like, "This is how I die," <laughs> and that was my first lap around VIR, and I was like, "Man, I'm good," you know. It's fun. I it, like going like me. And then I, I think the next day I was in Kyle's car or something like that. And it was coming, uh, three, four before come, the bridge, before the bridge. I think coming out of four, four. Yeah. Five is kind of sketch. Cause three is left and then four is left and then five is right. Right. Up, up yeah. The bridge, right. Yeah. So coming out of four, four and five is kind of one big sweeper to the right. If you connect them or, Five is. Five, five and six. A, five yeah, and six. five right. and six. It's like 5A and B, and then six is the, the snake. So coming out of four, a Corvette, like th- uh, probably six cars ahead, way overshoots it, goes off the right side of the track, comes, like slides all the way around, comes back across the track, like facing the opposite direction. And everybody in front of us is like, oh, and like, you know, like scramble, scramble, scrambles yeah. to pick a lane. Nobody, no contact or anything like that, obviously. But like, Pucker all, factor. like, I mean, I took a bite out of the seat. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. I've had one of those while driving at Hogpen. A car spun. So you go through roller coaster. You kind of take a yeah. left to go down to Hogpen to take that right. And a, a Corvette spun right there and ended up in the middle of the track, and there was a scramble. And I, while I was driving, that was fun. Yeah, I haven't so far. Thankfully, I haven't had any like avoid the chaos. We had I had an Audi at VIR last October um, blow up, like completely blow the engine and smoke screen the track, like. Did he oil blew, it down real bad? No, I think he blew like turbo seals and blew uh, coolant through the the engine and it was just white smoke like battleship smoke screen <laughs> level, like could not see the track. And I saw it coming because we came around one and two, he started accelerating toward three and it 
smoked pretty bad. And so, and he was like three cars ahead of me. We come through three, we come through four. He turns into five and gets on the throttle and it completely lets go. And the only concern I had was people behind me because I could see in front of me, there were, there was plenty of space. There was like one or two cars between me and him. We all slowed down fine. It was just like, is somebody barreling down on me? Um, thankfully I've not had anybody like spin right in front of me or come back across the track or anything. So maybe that's part of what it is. Is just like your first two times. I had a bad experience. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's, that's it's really possible. it. Like it's possible. My first time around VIR was in uh, Cayman GT4. Your first time? My first time oh my ever, God. like just riding along with a friend. Uh, that day came in GT4, 911 GT3 RS, a 991 GT3 RS, a Euro Classics track day. Like four years ago, we were just invited to come hang out for the day. Oh, you, did you do like the charity just, laps or whatever? No, I, I just caught ride alongs during the track day with people. That's a legit strategy. Yeah, so like first. First car is a GT4, which does like a buck fifty-five down the back straight, and I was just like, I'm just here, I'm along for the it's ride. Probably like the smoothest this is 155 unbearably miles an hour. fast compared to anything I've ever done in a car anywhere before, and I just have to trust this guy. Um, and then the GT3 RS goes like a buck sixty-five down the back straight, and that event, at least the run groups are spaced out enough that like. Nothing happened. We just turned clean laps. The cars felt incredibly capable and stuck everywhere around the track. And I was like, I want to do this. And I and after that, like, yeah, I've had a couple where, like, the car is pretty... Like, I rode at Hyperfest this year at the very end of uh, Sunday. Everybody else left before me. I hung out a little bit longer. And at 4.20, I just hopped in with a guy uh, with a 350Z. And a um, guy named Michael runs like hill SCCA hill climbs and stuff with the car and then does NASA track day stuff with it. Um, that is probably the most like on the edge of sliding car I've ever been in. Like every turn he's perching it right on the edge of oversteer. Felt good. That's what it was like, like when I rode with uh, Johnny Lackey and his like seventies Celica roller just, coaster. Just slides every hog turn. pen coming out of oak tree like everywhere. He just every time he gets back to the throttle, he's just perching the steering wheel and working it back and forth and keeping it composed. The brakes started pulsing really bad. Like that's probably the worst. Like. I rode along with somebody and their car was like not quite right. And they were, he was the having three fifties are known for front wheel bearing and pad knockout <laughs> problems. Uh, well he, he said like it was probably the last session of the last event on those tires. Like he was ready to buy new tires and same with his brakes. So he was like, I don't know. They were good all weekend. Now they're starting to pulse like really bad on the brake in the braking zone on the back straight, like down into, getting into roller coaster then the car is getting slidey it was fuel cutting on the front straight and he's just like yeah i don't know i'll go another lap and see what's up with it um and i don't know it's still like at least 
at least for me, it doesn't bother me when that stuff happens because I still feel like from the passenger seat, I usually have a pretty good feel for if the driver is in control, if the car is going to stay on track. Like I have a, a good sense of what the car is doing from the passenger seat. And so I don't ever stress until I can feel like, oh, we're not going to make this one or we're going to, you know. And I thankfully, I've just never been in any of those situations where I thought that was going to happen. I, I almost want it to happen so that I'm a little more prepared for it. Like my four off in October, honestly, even at, at VIR in turn 10 was once I went off the track and could tell I wasn't headed for the wall or the track, I felt fine. I just put both feet, feet in. It was like an autocross spin. Like, well, I'm not going to hit anything, so just ride it out. Um, I almost want one that's a little more sketch just so I have that experience. And then I can gauge. Yeah. You got to like, find that I'm line. Um, I wanted to, to, to briefly bring up the burnout contest at Hyperfest. This was probably the worst burnout contest I've ever seen at a Hyperfest before. Um, it was a little disappointing. Out of like the first four cars to go out, only one actually did a burnout. The other ones all broke. Yeah. BMW snapped a drive shaft. 350Z lost, or 300ZX. 300ZX, yeah. Lost complete electrical system. Um, there was another one. Later on, Adam LZ brought a 370Z like twin turbo flame spitting like no hood crazy it's kind of like, a joke build uh, clearly yeah like wastegate dumps straight like, up this like, much stuff sticking up out of the hood on that car and it it broke like he broke a uh, diff yeah he, he said there diff. was too much grip and he tried to grab another gear and there dump the a, clutch and it just bit and the diff exploded there like, was a skyline that in. lost all forward gears and got stuck in reverse so he had to that back. was that was hurt from hoonigan oh was it okay. yes that was that was hurtretch eugene himself from hoonigan <laughs> so he yeah. had to back like broke the, his shifter off and so it was stuck in reverse so he had to back it out of the the burnout pit and all the way up around the edge to line One up nice with the thing other that cars. They, they did this year that they haven't done in years past is after you completed your burnout, you would pull out of the, the pit and then up around the side of the, 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 the bowl oval. so that all of the cars would be like staged up around after. Oh, that's cool. Which is kind of neat. Yeah, that's cool. Um, the first car that did a burnout was a Miata and did great. And then everybody, and after, then everybody broke. after that broke and then for a while. Yeah, it was pretty, um, the guy that won deserved to win um, five oh, yeah. series BMW. Uh, no, like, it was an LS E46. Was it an E46? I thought sure. it was a five series from those years, whatever the E. So. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was an E46. Okay. Might have been. And then there was a Viper. The Viper that came out, the, the, there was a Viper that had crashed twice on yes. track. And they, they were just like, screw it. It only had second and third gear, and they just brought it out to the yeah. burnout pit, which was like, second gear. Bwah! Yeah. It was, it was pretty awesome. That was pretty cool. He was the last one to come out, and he was just like, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I, I hit the wall twice during like the, NASA the rear end track was running. Tore up. And I'm just going to go do a burnout, because why not? So that was pretty cool. Um, you love to see it. The, the Beamer, I really respected for... In as tiny as that space is, actually doing a tip in, 
like he rolled through the little zigzag to get in there and picked up speed and chucked it in. Like did not stop and prep, just right in and just rolled. Nope, just chucked it all the way in and started doing donuts. And that was, that's why he won. And after, it was right after like three cars in a row broke. So then this guy's just like, hold on, hold on, here we go. And it was great. Yeah. Um, There was... There was a diesel truck. There was a diesel truck. I that was kind of all my notes for the the burnout contest. Is it was it was fairly uneventful. Nothing will compare to the the even Great American even Power Wheels. Here. Like I felt like for some reason we just couldn't see it. Couldn't see nothing this there year. Were so many people. They put more obstacles out on the track too than they used to. They also filled like four times as many water balloons as I've ever seen and people were just like lobbing them in the crowd yeah people did that in October too though like between races or between heats they would just hurl them at each other which is fine they always bring those things out too early yeah they're always I, like, here's think, water balloons. I think Wait that, 15 minutes. I think they tried <laughs> they had them like not. in bins and they were roped off and it didn't stay, they did not stay no, for course, long. Of course not Would, would you get your phone out, please, Steve? Would you Would you please open an internet browser on your phone? Yes, I will. Will you please type into the address bar, Steve? Yes. Beerandbackfire.com. How do you spell that? We Listen have, here. We have, we have a website. Podcast Instagram, Jordan's Instagram, Pierce's Instagram. Nothing about Steve's Instagram. What does the sponsor link go to? Re- reprehensible. Oh, God. Is there a sponsor link? Oh boy, our sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) You absolute clowns. I love every one of you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Have a good night.